Oh man, it's DJ Hercules at 787, man, y'all know what it is, it's Talkish Radio, Brooklyn's Finest is in the building, I'm in the building, let's go. Hercules on him. DJ Hercules. Hercules. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Brooklyn's Finest, and you're now tuned in to Talk Yo-ish Podcast. Welcome, guys. Today is Thursday, May 18th. Damn, we damn near six months into the year of 2023. Can y'all believe that? Ah, Still time flies by so fast, but it is what it is, but we're here. I hope all my beautiful ladies had an absolutely wonderful Mother's Day, whether you're an auntie, a grandma, a niece, a cousin, uh, a friend, a person in the role of mommy. If you are any type of motherly person to someone, happy Mother's Day to you. You do not have to birth a child to be a mother. All right. Always remember that you never have to birth a child to be a mother. Every man is not a daddy. Every father is not a daddy. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. So again, ladies, I hope you had a wonderful um, experience. I hope your men in the life that you have took really, really good care of you. And understand Mother's Day is not monetary. It's not gift giving. It's showing love. It's showing appreciation to the women that birthed your child or, uh, parented your child or just was a supportive role in that child's life women are the bearers we bury the bury excuse me we bear the children that was not good I'm sorry lord uh we bear the children without us wouldn't be you so we have to give thanks to the women just like we have to give thanks to the men on father's day because without them the children couldn't get bared it's a two-way, you know, just a two-way street. We, we, It's a team here. Teamwork makes the dream work. Now, sometimes the teams don't always work out like it's planned, and sometimes the teams uh, switch teams. But uh, overall, it's still a team effort. So, again, I hope all the ladies had a wonderful, wonderful um, Mother's Day weekend. Um, if you tuned in, me and Hercules did a special edition on Sunday for Mother's Day Make sure we giving back to the women and, and shouting them out. And make sure they understand. And to the to the individuals that lost their mother um, and wasn't able to celebrate their mother on that amazing day. Uh, sleep in heaven, all the beautiful queens up there. To all those individuals that wasn't able to share their mother with someone or have their mother there to share that day with. My heart goes out to you. I'm praying for you. And, and, and it's, it's, it never gets better. But, you know, we move forward and she would want you to be happy in a peaceful state. Just say, Mom, I love you. I wish she was here and still give her her flowers. She don't have to be here in a physical format to give her her flowers. Mother's Day is every day. It's it's not a big deal for me. That's just me. Just me. Just me. It's not a big deal for me because it's Mother's Day every day. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really necessarily need to do anything special maybe I'm weird I'm just not a big person that really cares too much about holidays and I don't know I stopped celebrating Christmas and all the holidays about 15 years ago 
No, I'm not Jehovah Witness. I'm not Muslim. I just don't believe in certain things when it comes to holidays and the things that we want to teach our children. I just don't believe in teaching my children that a fat, jolly white man must come down my chimney in my house and drop off gifts. Health and no, I'm the one that went out there, bust my tail, shopped all day and got these gifts for you. I, mommy, mommy, mommy did that. Mommy did that. So yeah, I don't give nobody credit. We ain't talking about no Easter bunnies. We ain't, we ain't doing, I don't, I'm not doing it. I'm not raising my kids to believe those fairy tales. It's just me. Can't speak for nobody else. I'm just going to speak for me. Okay. So I be completely honest. My kids have not had Christmas in over 15 years. Um, my youngest, um, last year was her first year experiencing without a Christmas. I let them do it to at least nine. After that, I don't do Christmas for them anymore. So what I normally do is provide my kids with money. I give both of my, all my children, even my oldest, I give her money, my middle, my son money, my youngest money. And I let them go shopping the day after Christmas. When everything is at 100% height on Christmas Eve and any other time before then, I wait till the day after when everything is 90% off. And then they could get more bang for their buck. Makes sense to me. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but just to me. <laughs> if you guys are not following us on social media, make sure that you follow us on the gram at Talkish Radio. Um, also follow the podcast at Talk Yo Ish Podcast, and that is T A L K Y O I S H H H Podcast. Follow me, your girl Brooklyn's Finest, at Brooklyn's Finest three four seven, and my guy DJ Hercules at DJ Hercules underscore seven eight seven. Now. If there's something that you would like to talk about on Talkish Radio, if you want to do story time, because you know I love story time, your name will be completely anonymous. If you have any questions or concerns, please don't hesitate to send us an email at talkishradio at gmail.com. And that is T-A-L-K-I-S-H-H-H radio at gmail.com. Put in the comment um, in the subject line, I'm sorry, whatever it is that you're concerned about. If you want to do story time, if you have a question, if you have a topic of conversation, um, even if you want to be a studio guest in the ATL, please let me know. We have a process where we allow certain people to come into the studio. We do panels from time to time. So it would be a wonderful experience if you would like to go. And it, hey, also, if you you want to get into radio and you really don't know how and you just kind of want to sit back and watch and see how this actually works, the mechanic behind it, the politicalness behind it, it's not easy to just get on this microphone and talk. People make it seem easy and it's for the people that love what they do. We make it sound easy. But trust me, I've interviewed people to come do shows here at the station and tell them, okay, I explained to them exactly what it is they need to do. I'm just doing a simple interview. I just need to see how your vocals are on the voice. I need to see how comfortable you are having conversations within yourself if you don't have a co-host. Um, and I need to see how it flows. So I give them about three minutes to just do them. I don't do anything. I just watch. And I say, go. Hey, let me tell you, you talk about a deal with headlights. I'd be like, hey, chop, chop. What, what are we doing? <laughs> Did you zone out on me? They don't realize they get scared. I said, well, what are you scared? There's nobody in the room but me. <laughs> Nobody's watching you. There's no cameras running right now because I keep cameras in my studio at all times. I, I don't. What are you scared of? Understand it's not as easy as we make it look. We just love what we do. So when you love what you do. It's easy to do. And also when you love what you do, it's like 
taking a shower. It's just, well, not for everybody, but for the ones that like to take showers daily. Um, it's just like getting in the shower and washing your body. That's just something you know to do. It, it doesn't, it's not different for you. Trust me, when I had to first do my first show by myself, I was scared. Um, and I was told, Brooklyn, you could do it. I was like, but what I'm going to talk about is just me. Trust me, you can do it. It ain't going to be comfortable in the beginning, but you'll get the hang of it, in which I did. And now, look, I know how to talk in two-party, three-party, four-party. You would think it's a whole bunch of people in the studio. It'd just be little old me. <laughs> All right, guys, let me do my manifestation as I do for you guys every week. I hope you are highly favored and blessed. I hope your week was absolutely phenomenal. Whether you worked, whether you vacation, whether you're a retiree, I hope you are highly favored and blessed. I hope you're drinking your water and minding your business. I hope your children are good. Your parents are good. Your great grandkids are good. Your husband, your wife, your family members are good. I hope that your finances are blessed. I hope that your mental is in a peaceful state. And I hope that no matter what, you continue to drink your water and mind your business because it is a peaceful place to be, okay? Shouts out to everybody tuned in. Guys, we are on 17 platforms. Top five is iHeartRadio, Odyssey, Spotify, TuneIn, and Pandora. Just so you know, if you want to go and listen to us at any point in time, you just go to your search option, Type in Tokyo-ish podcast. That's four words. Look for the cartoon character of myself, Brooklyn's Finest, and my grills because I get gully every now and then. And tune in. You can listen to today's show or all the previous shows, but we are always here to, um, you know, give you that ish because that's what we do. So we're going to talk today. Y'all ready to talk? Okay. So let me ask you these this guy's... Um, a question real quick okay so I've talked about a few different things um on this show a few times right and it amazes me sometimes that when I'm out and about I experience things and I try to keep my stories as truthful as it is and I try not to specifically talk about people um but I'll speak about situations um, I told you guys not too long ago, I had a situation where I learned that I got to drink my water and mind my business because, yeah, I don't want no smoke. I don't do drama. I am the most drama-free person. I have so much going on in my life that I just do not want to do it. Um, I am sitting back and watching people go through so much hate, like, and I know I've talked about this, but I'm sorry. I got to talk about this one more time. It, it's amazing that these people, <laughs> I went on somebody's page last night and this person was live and they were talking like great things. Like they weren't talking anything negative. Um, they were talking like positivity, life, you know, experiences, nothing negative, just things that this person was sharing with us. Somebody came on this girl's live and went in on her. Like, I'm like, what the, this girl ain't said nothing to nobody, but just going in to the point that the girl started crying on the live. Like this person got personal. And I was just so in awe because she said she didn't know who this person was. So, you know me, I'm Inspector Gadget. I went to the person's page. It was a page with a flower as a profile picture uh, no real followers, no posts, 
So clearly it was a fake page, but this person felt the need to come. Now, whether she was telling the truth, if she knew the person or not, we'll never know. But she swore she had no idea who this person was, but this person was just coming at her. And I just was like, for what? Like, do y'all get checks for that shit? I'd be wanting to know. Because if I took the time to come to people, like, no, I can't do it. Just to say it just pisses me off. Like, ew, why would you? Look, when me and my ex broke up, before me and my ex broke up, right? And this was about, me and my husband been together four years now. So I'll say this was approximately about five years ago. Okay, before me and my ex even broke up, I stopped following him because <laughs> he was getting on my goddamn nerves. I didn't want to see nothing on your page. Like, I'm just irritated. Once I once I cancel you out in my mind. Yeah, I don't have no need to wonder why. For what? Why would I want to watch you? Like, what thrill am I going to get out of that to see you with some other chick? Or I wish I would. Once you with me, honey, ain't no going back from this. This is this is prime rib. This is that thousand dollar steak with that twenty four carat sprinkled on it. Yes, I am, I am a tooting my own goddamn horn. Beep beep. Okay, so I'm not worried about the next chick. I'm not even worried about what the next chick got and what she can do for you because one thing is you will always remember me, always because I'm a good woman. It ain't about looks. It's about my heart. It's about what I was doing for you. What it was about what I brought to 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 you. I wasn't a liability. I was an asset. So my whole thing is it doesn't matter if we ain't together no more. You will always remember me because of the person that I am internally, not physically, not emotionally, internally, my heart. My spirit, my soul, you will always remember me because I'm that bitch, okay? Period, all right? So I stopped following him way before we even broke up. So once we broke up, it was like, okay, I wasn't following you back then. I'm not going to follow you now. But this, look, this fool had so many fake pages. I won't necessarily say fake pages. He had a few business supposedly pages that I had forgot. I had to go searching. Because, see, when we're no longer dealing with each other, you don't have no reason to watch me anymore. So I block absolutely any page that you have. Because why you want to watch me? We ain't together no more. I'm not watching you. You ain't got to block me because I don't watch you. You would never catch me watching you. Never. Because I have no desire. And that goes for friends, too. If I don't fuck with you no more, if I choose no longer to serve this friendship anymore i'm not watching you people know that i don't associate with you they could they could actually say she's right she doesn't watch she doesn't but i know people that do that and i don't understand why what's the is it a thrill because to me all it does is aggravate you especially if you're an ex or somebody or you're got some jealousy issues all i'm gonna do is piss you off so I don't understand the purpose of you even wanting to do any of that because, again, I'm going to piss you off. Okay? That, that's all I'm going to say. But I want you guys to stop really hating on people. Like, those are, you have to understand, when you hate on somebody, you're dealing with some issues within yourself. And you just want to push your insecurities on us and on other individuals. 
So whatever you're dealing with, deal with it, heal on it, move on with it, but don't push your drama on somebody else. Don't hate on somebody because they live in their life. That ain't your place. Even if they was on the gram or on social media lying, you who are you to point out that lie? Let them live their best life however they want to live. You don't know the reason why they're telling these lies. Let them lie. So I just want to say I pray for these people every freaking day. I pray for the people that hate me. I pray for the people that don't like me, don't care for me, wish for my downfall, destruction in my marriage, destruction in my relationships, destruction in my business. I pray for them for healing. I ask God to place his hand over the heart and their minds and to heal them. I ask him to forgive them. Not for them, for me. Because the more you hate, the more I'm just going to be great. <laughs> That's what you don't understand. The more you hate, I'm going to go be great. Tur. Okay, great tur. So, yeah, you're wasting your time. You stopping your own life by sitting here watching me and hating on me when you could go live the best life ever. Try some new shit. Do some shit you ain't never did before. Try to be ambitious for once in your life and step out on faith and, and try something new. Go be great. Go start a business. You know what I'm saying? Go back to school. Do something. Just get the fuck off our pages because we, we, we over that shit. And this is why I drink my water and mind my business. Because I told y'all, if you come to my page and you come with the fuckery, you will instantly be blocked. I will not even respond to your bullshit. I am no longer doing that shit. So I used to get excited. Like, the fuck? Not, not no more. Because I realized that you are in such a hateful place in your life that that's all you got. You ain't got nothing else. It, and my husband said something that made so much sense. It doesn't matter if I'm doing good, you're going to hate. I'm doing bad. You're going to hate. You're going to hate either way. So I might as well be the best I could fucking be. So let you talk on, which is true. I could be at my greatest doing the greatest of great things and you still going to hate. And I could be doing horribly bad. Something could have happened. Transition transitioned in my life, triggered me, and I just lost everything. You still going to hate. So no matter what I do, good, bad, or ugly, you're going to hate. So why not be the fucking great tiss? So if you're going to hate, you're going to hate on all this happiness that you see over here. But understand, I'm never going to let any of that bother me ever again, ever. And once I decided to let that go, somebody said something to me one day that made so much sense. The moment you get tired of being tired, that's just going to be obsolete. You gonna, it's going to feel like a boulder lifted off of your shoulders. And it's just like life is now just beginning. And that's exactly how it felt that that moment that I decided to say, you know what? I'm going to drink my water mind my business. That day I said that, that was it for me. That was so, baby, it felt like two boulders came off my shoulders. So I just want to let you guys know that it's not necessary to throw shade and, and, and in our culture, unfortunately, the 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 colored culture, I'm going to say that the colored culture, um, we are the worst. Like we hate on each other so bad. We hate to see somebody doing great. We hate to see somebody doing good. We hate to see somebody being happy. 
It's it's crazy. I look. I told my husband a few different things, and we're both at the same agreement. And trust me, ain't nobody perfect. Everybody has got problems. Everybody got issues. No relationship, no person is perfect. But when you decide to take on a person in a relationship, you have to make the decision to say, hmm, how many bags? Are like Southwest takes two free bags and you got to carry on. <laughs> Can I take those two bags and the carry on? I might be comfortable with the two bags and the carry on. I don't know if I can do like two bags, a third bag that's over 50 pounds, a carry-on, a purse, but the carry-on is like another bag. Like, I don't know if I could do that much baggage. That's too much. But I'm okay with doing two little bags under 50 pounds, a carry-on, and a purse. Like, I'm okay with that. Man purse, of course, or whatever type of purse you got, or any other option you have. I'm okay with that. So understand everybody got baggage. We ain't perfect. I never claim ever, this bitch has never claimed to be perfect. I got my shit with me. But I strive to be a good person. I I don't never purposely want to hurt anybody's feelings. I think about the things that I'm going to say before I say them. Um, I'm always wanting to help somebody in need. I'm always wanting to look out for the people that I love. Now, everybody that knows me, that knows Brooke, knows my government name, knows that I'm a bitch. <laughs> I hate this. It's like contradicting what I just said, right? I can be a really, really bitch. This mouth is so disrespectful, it's not even funny. So if you take me there, ain't no coming back. Like, it's really zero to, I'm over the moon at this point. But I try not to do that. I went to anger management class because I had a lot of anger issues. Um... But I've learned to control it. And it's about maturity. You have to be mature enough to control your emotions. When you can't control your emotions, you're not mature yet. You're still living in a child's body trying to pretend to be an adult. Okay? I also want to let you guys know this. In relationships, stop assuming a man's supposed to take care of you. Ladies, please, please, please stop doing that. You're going to end up lonely and by yourself for the rest of your life. In a relationship, we're a team. So when teamwork is supposed to be shared, we share the work in this team. 50-50. Now, as a man, you want your man to always be the protector and provider. Now, Provider doesn't mean that he provides your whole essential life. Does not mean that. He provides the essential as the man in your life, as the protector in your life, to make your life comfortable, not easy. Okay? Comfortable. Now, before you met this man, you were able to supply your own um, personal needs, such as your hair, your nails, you know, if you wanted to take a trip, go shopping, you did that. Suppose some of us, some of us can do it. And then now you get in a relationship with a man and you expect him to do everything. You expect him to pay for everything, all the bills in the house and still supply your, your personal needs. But you were doing that before that. So why would you ask a man to pay for some shit that you could pay for yourself? Question. Okay. Ladies, stop letting these men ask you where you want to go to eat. 
and you say STK, Ruth Chris. Let me explain something to you. I was about to call you bitches, but I don't do that. If you can't afford it, don't let that man take you there. Because anything can go wrong. He cannot like your conversation, say, hey, I'm going to run to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And kick rocks and keep going out the door and stick you with a $700 bill. Because you was ordering up everything. If you don't have enough money in your pocket to pay for your meal, your drinks, your meal, don't take your ass there. You might need to stay in like Applebee's and uh, 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 Chili's Fridays. You know, you might need to stay. And ain't nothing wrong with them restaurants because we all been there, done that. Some of us has upgraded their 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 taste palette. So they choose not to eat at those places anymore. And there are different places that you could go to. But what I'm saying to you is I never went anywhere with not enough money in my pocket that I couldn't pay for. So we go to if a man decided when I was in the single mode to take me to STKs, just like he said, we're going to go out to dinner and I'm going to take you. We just wind up at STKs or one of the fancy restaurants in Atlanta. Oh, trust I got that money in my pocket. I got at least a buck fifty in my pocket. So I'm looking at the menu and I'm sizing up these prices. I got to make sure that no matter what goes left, I can afford my meal if he say I'm not paying for it. Or if he's a sister, think that I'm about to give him some coochie for a steak. Nigga, this is a steak. A steak. Not the $1,000 steak with the 24-4 carol crystals crusted inside of the steak. No, this is a, 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 a maybe a $60 steak. I wish I would give you coochie for $60. For $60? Nigga, do I look like a $60 broad? Nope. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Don't try me. Try Jesus. You got a better opportunity with him. But y'all go out there, oh, he's supposed to. He's supposed to what? You're not his child. He ain't obligated to do shit for you. If a man chooses to provide for you and give you a comfortable lifestyle, that's because he chooses to. But at the end of the day, what the fuck do you bring to the table? Because pussy ain't enough. Okay? And for you women that are holding out on vagina to these men, understand this. You just pushing him to the street to the wolves. So don't sit up here and think that because you ain't giving him none. You putting him on punishment. Bitch, he out there fucking somebody else. Trust and believe me. One thing I promised my husband, I would never tell him. No, I don't give a fuck if I don't feel like it. I would never. And I've never told him no for you. <laughs> nope. No. I might be tired. He he kind of knows my body and he knows my temperament. So like normally if I come into New York or normally when I fly into New York, I'm tired because I've worked all day and I went straight to the airport and I sat on the plane and I had to wait for him. Like it's been a very long day. So normally he don't, he don't hunch on me the first day because he knows she's tired. She had a long day. I know. But the next day, it's on and popping. The next morning, it's on and popping. There's no no after that. So stop telling your man no. That shit's going to get you alone, heartbroken, and him out there fucking another broad. That's all I'm saying. That's the reality. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. But there are women out there that will fuck a good man for 5411s and some McDonald's. And if you don't know what 5411s, those are Reeboks. That's how old that saying is. 5411s is Reeboks back in the day in New York. So... I'm telling you this because I'm trying to help you ladies keep your man. Y'all keep sending these niggas to the streets 
And right now there is a shortage of straight men. So you could go ahead and play that role like I don't feel like it or I want to watch my show. Okay, he's going to go out with the boys. He's going to get him some and he's going to come home happy and wrap his ass up like a burrito because he don't want to be touched by you because he good now. And then if you're not an affectionate person and his love language is an affectionate person, you won't have major problems because the first woman that shows him some form of affection is over with. He going to be wanting that feeling each and every time. So he can't wait to leave or can't wait for you to go outside because he wants to go get that feeling. It's like a high. Me and my husband are, when I say two peas in a pod, we both love languages are very affectionate. We like to be touched. Like we're always, people look at us like we are weird ass couples, especially I guess because we're so, we're grown adults, but we always hold hands. Wherever we go, we're always holding hands. One lady said, wow, I haven't seen that in a very long time. Like people think chivalry is dead. My husband courts me. The moment we go outside, he holds my hand. He puts his hand around my waist. He makes me feel secure. I'm, I love that. I love that my man is comfortable holding my hand. Let me tell you something. When we walk past other couples, you should see how the women look at us. <laughs> they looking at us like, as soon as we walk past them, you could tell, so why you don't hold my hand? <laughs> why he hold his woman hand? They, they grown, grown. They not little kids. They grown. Yeah. You have to keep it spicy. You can't just let the relationship just flutter our way. I don't give a damn how long you, you've been with somebody. Love that person. Cherish that person. Because I promise you, one day that person may not wake up from their sleep. They may leave to go out to work and never come home. And you you don't have, you didn't have the opportunity to say goodbye. So appreciate them and give them their flowers while they're here. Now, if you're in an abusive relationship, that's completely different. That's get out. That's what I would tell you. If you're in a, a, a abusive relationship, whether it's physical, mental, get out. Okay. There's mental abuse. There is verbal abuse. If you are in any of those scenarios, get the hell out. Okay. So my whole thing to you is focus on getting you right because see once you want women understand this as a woman when you're in a good space and you're good mentally emotionally your spirit your chakras everything is in line with the universe it's almost like your body sends out a signal like a bad signal through the universe for the man that is supposed to connect with you so you don't have to go looking for the man. Your energy will automatically attract the man to you. You understand? He will be attracted to you without knowing who you are, without you even understanding how did this happen. That's how me and my husband happened. Like if I tell y'all the story of how we met, it's like it had to be nothing but God. Like, I can't even explain it. Now, don't get me wrong. The beginning of the relationship was very rocky. <laughs> Before we even got into a relationship, the friendship was, it wasn't rocky, but I will give my husband credit. He never lied to me about his situation. 
He never, ever, ever lied. He told me from the door his situation. You know what I'm saying? So, and he said some things to me about the relationship that as a woman, I kind of felt like, huh? but I had to respect him. So he said to me that understand this after we started dating. Now we, we have accomplished. Now we're in a relationship. He told me no matter what, I will always take care of the mother of my child. Now, as a woman, I'm like, huh? But I respected him because he was honest. He said, we just been through a lot. She's been there for me. And I just, I, I just can't just walk away like that. So I respected it. I didn't say anything about it. Was I happy about it? Hell no. But I respected it because I'm a woman. You know what I'm saying? And that's all a woman wants to be is respected. Now, I can't speak for currently in, in the future as far as the relationship, but at that time, that's what was brought to me. And I respected it. Like I said, I didn't like it, <laughs> but I could do nothing but respect it. And even when he and I had a conversation on Mother's Day, we I, I brought up the conversation of how do you feel about the baby father buying the baby mother should the baby father buy the baby mother they're not together anymore a gift for mother's day he was like no <laughs> and i was like you don't want to think about it no i said okay so he asked me so if i was to buy my baby mother a gift you wouldn't feel no type of way i said no why would i feel some type of way so if i went out and bought her louis Vuitton back i said you went too far <laughs> you're going too far <laughs> now you're allowed to do flowers and candy Mother's Day is about appreciation. It's not about gifts. You know what I'm saying? So no. If 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 we're together, no, you can't do that. That's just no. But you are entitled to buy flowers. You're entitled to get a card. You know, even maybe a candy or some teddy bear. I'm comfortable with that. I don't have a problem with that because that's, you know, that's the situation. I'm secure with me. I could be a weirdo. <laughs> People might think, hell no, sis, no, I'm not doing that. That ain't allowed. But this is just, this is me. I'm not speaking for no any other woman. I am not in competition with any other woman. The only competition I got is me. I'm in competition with me. I'm my only rival. I'm my only competition. I'm the only chick that's going go to go to war with me. So I ain't worried about some other chick. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. Like if he leaves you or he cheats on me, he was never for me. He was for the streets automatically. And one thing I've learned from my past relationship that I had to learn to love myself first. Like I said, in order for my relationship to work currently now, I got to love me first in order for him to love me and for me to love him back. Because if I don't love me, this relationship will never, ever work. What I will never do is put myself in a position to be heartbroken like I was in the past. I would not do that again. I was devastated. And you know why? Because I love that man more than I loved myself. Understand this. You can never love another human being other than more than yourself. You can't. You love God first. You love your children. You love your spouse, if that's your husband or your wife, and then your parents. That's how it's supposed to be. God, you, your children, your spouses, man or woman, and then your parents. And everybody else comes after that. 
And see, that was my mistake in the past, not putting God first. I put a man first. I put a human being first before God. And if you don't know, our God is a jealous God. You can't put him before somebody else. You can't ask him for help and then want to assist him. He's going to be like, hold on, I'm God. You don't need to help me. I got this. Now, are you going to do this or I'm going to do this? Because if you're going to do this, I'm going to fall back. So that was my mistake. That's why when the, the, the relationship ended, I was so hurt. Because I loved this man more than I loved myself and more than I loved God. But once I healed, once I went to therapy and I worked on me, I didn't. Re- it was almost like a light switch that click. I'm a changed person now. So I know my priorities. I know who I love first. I know who comes first in my life. You know what I'm saying? I love my husband undeniably, but God is first. Sorry. that That's just. He understands that. And I would expect him to feel the same. He loves me, but God should come first in his life as well. So I'm saying this because people have to understand that we go through trials and tribulations due to the things that we deal with. Had I loved God first, my breakup wouldn't have been so emotional. It wouldn't have took me such a long time to get over it. But. I had to go through it. I had to learn from it. In other words, I was meant to go through that scenario all the way to get a lesson out of it. And the lesson was to love God first and don't put no man before God. Now, you guys may not agree with me. And hey, if you don't, or if you want to discuss it, or if you got a comment, please make sure that you send me an email at talkishradio.com at gmail.com. I want to hear your comments. Mind, drink your water, focus. <laughs> Don't be disrespectful. Don't come out of pocket. I am not coming for anybody. I am not saying anything. I'm just trying to prove points of how relationships are. So we all have to understand that there are going to be good moments and bad moments. We all have to understand that part of life and part of of uh, relationships is is building friendships so let me give you a scenario my uh daughter's father my youngest daughter uh her father and I were together maybe a year year and a half maybe a little longer I'm not sure it was so long ago um and we broke up broke up because he was a whore (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, I hate to call, call a duck a duck as a quack a quack. He did some really, really crazy things, but it is what it is. But we have a decent relationship, and trust me, we don't get along. We don't get along a lot. We have our moments when there's war, but we are good at co-parenting for our children, for our daughter. Um, I don't argue in front of my daughter. I never down her father in front of her, and I don't let nobody else talk shit about her father. Even when my mother say slick shit in front of her, I have to check my mother. Don't do that in front of her. No matter what type of man he is, it's for her to understand it on her own time. Not for me to tell her, not for you to tell her, and not for nobody else to tell her. In her eyes, he is God. He is the most best thing in the world. And I want her to keep that image of her father. Trust me, he ain't perfect. He he don't contribute like he should he don't do a lot that he should 
But when he does, he does a great job. And when we're good, we're good. And when we're bad, we're bad. But then we pause. We take some time off from communicating for about a week or two. And then we come right back together. And then we start all over. Because at the end of the day, we have a child. So there's no need to be disrespectful. And see, a lot of the times when I was being the utmost disrespected, it wasn't out of pain or heartbreak. Hell no, it had nothing to do with that. I was just ashamed that, <laughs> God forgive me, that I picked this man as the father of my child. I was just pissed off. Like, girl, you could have did better. That's that's how I felt. So my anger was stemmed from my choice of a man at the time of my life. But when I met him, I was going through a lot. I had just lost my husband probably about a year or so prior to or two years prior to when I met him. Um, so I was still kind of grieving and I was still I was a radical. I was kind of all over the place. So it kind of happened. Um and I, 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 look, I take my L's very well. I'm mature enough to take my responsibility and eat that. I love my daughter more than anything in this world. And was nothing I would do with her. But I will tell you this. I have friends that are my age, because I'm 48, of course, that tell me he might be, you know, with the shits from time to time. But, girl, he is there for your daughter. Ain't nothing he won't do for that child. He love her to death. That is his twin. They look just alike. Jesus looked like he gave birth to her, and I didn't. And I will give him credit. He does more for her than some men I know that are grown, grown adults that don't even do nothing like financially support, visitations, anything. You know what I'm saying? And he has other children. And I try to keep relationships with all the mothers. Like, I'm not that type of person. I want to build relationships. These children will be here when we are not. So why I'm going to argue with you? Because I don't want that nigga. Oh, trust and believe, sis, you can have it. <laughs> I didn't want him then. It just happened. Ten years later, I, I I try to make peace with all the mothers. I think I'm I'm cool with two of them. Um, possibly a third one. We don't talk often, like every blue moon, but the kids speak consistently. The kids speak consistently. So guys. Understand this, at the end of the day, nobody's perfect. You understand? Nobody is coming to the table, perfect skin, perfect everything. Like, no, money great. Like, it's it's a challenge, especially now for a lot of us. You know what I'm saying? If you have children, if you have dynamics going on in your life, it's a challenge. But keep praying, keep drinking your water and minding your business. Uh, just keep being ambitious. That's that's the main thing I will tell a lot of you. It's important that we start focusing on things that are of importance and stop focusing on the bullshit, like hatred and, oh, this, oh, that, oh, you got, oh, all of that, it ain't worth it. Trust me. I ain't have the roughest of childhood. I will tell you that. I'm not going to say I came from the gutter. Because I didn't. Now, my husband, he had a really, really rough childhood. I can't even compare <laughs> at all. Um, and it hurts me sometimes that he even went through half the stuff he went through. But God don't make no mistakes. Never. He put that young man through all of that stuff to make him the man that he is today. 
and the type of person that I am that I want to see everybody be so great and so successful when I love you, when I care for you, I want you to be the best. My friends that I do have as friends, because I don't have many, um, they'll tell you, I'm super supportive. I'm team. Let's go. What are we doing? How are we getting to the bread? What was, what's the next, what's the next doo doo wop? I'm that chick. Now I, I came from a drug infested family or my family was either drug dealers or drug addicts. Um, so it made me never want to drink. I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't smoke weed. I will have a mimosa to celebrate, but that's about all I will do. I don't do much of anything else. Like people say, well, what do you do for fun? God damn it. You got to drink and smoke to have fun. (laughs) I enjoy eating. That is my quality time. I love to eat. Lord Jesus. I used to say I wanted to marry a chef, but I'm teaching my husband how to cook now. So he's getting better. (laughs) So he is my sexy chef. You ever had a sexy man just be cooking in front of you? Just the apron on? Nothing else. Just the apron. I don't want the stuff slinging all in my food. But I I, I do want to be able to see from the back, you know. <laughs> Sorry, baby. <laughs> but overall, I've been through enough things in my life to understand that what I don't want. You know, I, I my mother was pregnant with me at 18, had me at 19, graduated from high school, went and graduated from college and made something of herself. Um, always taught me how to love. Love hard, love strong, be independent, and always put God first. And I always kept those things in my mind. Went a little wishy-washy in earlier years and mid-30 years and damn early 40s, but I got it now, Ma. I hear you loud and clear. So, yeah, I definitely heard the strong, independent, love myself, and always putting God first. So I'm at that space now where everything revolves around moi. Nothing no one says can hurt me. Nothing no one do can hurt me. Nothing you do can hurt me. I am not, I'm a fight. I'm not a fight. I'm a lover. I used to fight. I don't fight anymore. Have you seen me? Why the fuck would I want to fight? Shit, might fuck up all of this shit going on. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. No, ma'am. No hamburger. But like I said, I want you guys to be in a peaceful space. Drink your water, mind your business. Be happy. Go heal. Go love yourself. If you need therapy, there's nothing wrong with it. I went to it. I made my husband go through it as well because we both needed it. We were both dealing with a lot of dynamics when we first dated, and it was a lot of stuff going on that we needed to deal with. And there was stuff internally that had to be dealt with. My husband was going through a lot of pain in the beginning and I understood and I respected. I never shunned him off or never was angry with him for his feelings because he's human. It's going to happen. Had the same feelings myself. I'm human. It's going to happen. You're leaving one dynamics to a whole nother dynamic situation. It's going to happen. But then you have to have the realization conversation and then realize, okay, what's, what's going to happen next? So peace and happiness is very possible, but you have to heal. You have to be able to love on yourself. And I know people say, well, I love myself. Yeah, you say you love yourself, but do you really love yourself? 
Because if you really love yourself, then you wouldn't be coming for people. You wouldn't be throwing shade. You wouldn't be in such a bitter place. You'd be a, a, a good, decent person. Because good people don't do shit like that. I don't give a damn. I don't care if you got beef with my daughter. Like, we're going we gonna to discuss it like two. I've had issues with my daughter in adults. Like, for some reason, these kids and they, they get together and the parents want to get. Like, I don't get involved in my daughter's situations. But when another parent decides to get involved and then want to show throw shade at my daughter, I'm going to call you directly. What's the problem? And I try to talk like an adult. I had a husband and a wife one day on the phone with me. This was years ago. Going at me like they want to fight me. I said, first of all, sir, you're a man. I don't argue with men. I don't talk to men. You're a man. You shouldn't even want to talk to a woman. That's what you got a wife for. So let your wife talk to me. But they both wanted to fight me. I said, let me explain something to you. You step one foot one tippy toe foot on my property I have the right to protect my home and my house so remember that when you step on my on my property this is Georgia we got rights to do what we got to do to protect trust me don't do it over here okay and I'm not going to argue with you. I said, now, if y'all want to argue, I'm going to hang up the phone. But if you want to talk like civilized adults, we can do that. Because we grown. They the children. And y'all on the phone acting like kids. I don't believe in getting on the phone yelling and screaming at the top of my lungs like I ain't got no common sense because I'm too mature for that. So if you want to do that, you're going to do that alone. And again, this is why I drink my water and mind my business. Okay? So I learned that everything ain't for everybody. And if it's not for you... God bless you. If this conversation doesn't resonate and you you don't feel like it's for you, God bless you. There's no no issues. I have no beef, no ill will towards absolutely anybody. Like I said, I don't do nothing but pray for people because I need my sanity. I need my peace, and I don't have time for all that extra shit, okay? All right, guys. Well, it's been wonderful. You know, I had to talk my ish today as I do every week because there's no other way to do it, okay? You might not like what I say. You might not agree what I say, but you're going to respect what I say, okay? And if you don't like it, change the, ch change the channel. Log off. Unfollow. Don't go searching for me. Then you ain't got to ever hear me again. But if you keep coming to look for me, you're going to hear all my ish. And if you hit me up with the bullshit, you will be blocked. Hear me when I say I'm not going to be going back and forth with you. I'm not going to be compatible with you. I'm not going to argue with you. I am not going to do that. I'm going to let you wallow in your ownness. Pity of drama won't be me. Okay. All right. So, guys, moving on real quick. Again, I want you to guys to have a great end of the week. You know what I'm saying? Do uh, whatever is needed, necessary to keep your sanity and your peace going. Uh, don't allow anybody to shake your chakras. Don't allow anybody to get you out of character because that's what they do. Their job, toxic people, is to get you out of character. Don't give them no response. No response is the best response. Understand that. That's what fuels their fire. When you don't respond and you don't give them what they want, oh, 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 they be ready to come for you because you're not giving them a fight. Make them look stupid on their own. I had a person come in my DM the other day with some bullshit. An old person that I don't even associate with no more. And she just wanted to come toe to toe. I said, what are, we, what are you doing? Why are you in my DM <laughs> like a nigga <laughs> fussing over something? I ain't talked to you in how long? What are, you, what are we talking about right now? 
I said, I'm going to let you know I'm about to block you. So if there's anything else you need to say, I'm going to allow you to get it off your chest. I ain't going to respond to it. But after you said what you said, my next words are going to be done. Are you done? And then block. She never responded back. Of course, because I couldn't, I didn't give her what she wanted. She wanted to be argumentative. I'm not, girl, you ain't about to mess my piece up. Do you, I, my life is great right now. I'm in a great space right now. You're not about to do that. So goodbye, be blessed, and hallelujah. <laughs> guys, May 20th, I'm going to let DJ Hercules tell you guys real quick what we got going on for May 20th. This It's, it's going to be a phenomenal night. That's all this I'm saying. This is 7 Man, DJ Hercules, and I'm here to tell y'all about May 20th. You heard me, Saturday, May 20th. Y'all might not want to miss this. This is the sexiest party in New York City. We talking about a rooftop celebration, and we talking about... Okay, he talking about rooftop celebration. Okay, shouts out to you, DJ Hercules. He was giving y'all the tea. May 20th, guys, go get your tickets. Go get your tickets. We are at like the last hall. The party is this coming Saturday, May 20th. You, It is at a private location in Times Square Rooftop. You won't know the location until you get your tickets. So you got to go to either eventbrite.com, type in DJ Hercules, and go ahead and get your tickets. Or you can go to his link in his bio, um, DJ Hercules underscore 77. Click the link in his bio, get a ticket, or you can go to my bio, Brooklyn's Finest 347. Click the link, um, click the click the link in my bio and get your ticket. Either way, it's gonna be a sexy night. He got some special guests coming in the building. He brought out some celebrity friends. CL Smooth will be in the building, Alora will be in the building, and Mrs. Jones will definitely be in the building. We got a other, we got some other ones in the building, but I can't tell you. You got to get your tickets to find that out. Shouts out to the sponsors, uh, Mary J. Blige's own Sun Goddess, uh, 360 uh, Photography, um, and uh, Party Spa. Sorry, I couldn't think of it real quick. Uh, shouts out to the sponsors that will definitely be in the building. And the execs for... Uh, uh, Sun Goddess will be there as well So it's going to be an absolutely phenomenal night DJ Hercules is going to be on the ones and twos He is the absolute host Shouts out to Michelle Management And June They are going to be in the building as well We can't do it without them Okay, So guys make sure you tune in Make sure you go and get your tickets Make sure you are there represented Because this is a phenomenal Phenomenal evening that we're going to have we are going to be blessing people with sun goddess glasses of wine. Uh, and we're going to just have a great time. Drama free, party free. Ladies, let your hair down. Put your sexy black dress on. Put your heels on. Fellas coming in with your blaze on. Let's get it. Let me have see your cigars. We're going to have the 360 photo booth on the rooftop. So when you spinning around on that camera, it's going to be showing you in the city. You're going to have the skyline lit up with your beautiful face can't wait to see you guys this coming saturday make sure you guys continue to follow us on social media and instagram mines is brooklyn's finest 347s and hercules of course is dj hercules underscore 787 follow the radio station talkish radio um, on the gram and tokyo ish podcast remember if you have any questions concerns or story time that you want to share with me, your girl, Brooklyn's Finest, send us an email at talkishradio at gmail.com. Put in the subject line what it is you're doing, story time, comment, um, a conversation. 
Either or, we, I'm going to respond, and if you want me to talk about it on air live, I will, but it will remain anonymous as far as names is concerned. You don't have to drop any names. If you just want to tell a story just to get some advice from the people, that's what I'm here for because, again, I love story time. Okay, guys? So make sure you guys tune in every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Remember, guys, I told you we're on 17 platforms. The top five is iHeartRadio, Odyssey, Spotify, tuning and pandora so pick your poison download it go to your search options type in tokyo ish podcast search for the cartoon character of my beautiful self brooklyn's finest with my grills because i get gully every now and then and tune into today's show or any previous shows either way we want you to tune in we know you could be anywhere in the world but we're happy that you're here with us, okay? It's your girl, Brooklyn's Finest, and this is Talkish Radio. I can't wait to see you guys next week. Have a great, great evening, and drink your water. Mind your business, period, okay? <laughs> Brooklyn in here tonight! Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn!